Hi, I'm Jen and this is your Simple and Spacious Business, a podcast to support you to find more ease, space and intentional growth in your work. So at the heart of a simple and spacious business is a thriving and functioning customer journey. Because without people actually wanting to buy from us, our business will lack the stability that we all crave. Finding clients and customers can so often feel like the hardest part of business because the work is never actually done. You can be booked out or have a really successful launch, but your mind still wonders about the next launch or when your current clients finish their work with you. And that is where a simplified, effective and human customer journey comes in. Solidifying this and revisiting it whenever our business intuition guides us to tweak and evolve something too is one of the most important things we can do in our work. So if you're feeling stuck around what marketing actually needs to look like for you and your business, or perhaps you're feeling like your current approach isn't working as effectively as you want it to, I have three steps to simplify it for you today. The first step is discovery. This step is how someone finds or is introduced to your work and it may look like a blend of perhaps a Google search, finding you on Instagram or YouTube if you create video content, or perhaps through direct word of mouth or referrals or podcast appearances, or maybe even through affiliates of your programs if that's something that you do within your office too. Now that isn't an exhaustive list, but hopefully gives you an idea of the different ways you can be found and discovered by potential clients and customers. And something to keep in mind here is that a thriving business often has a diversified portfolio of ways for some to find and discover your work. For example, in my business, people find me through my content, such as my podcast and my blog post, or perhaps they find me through a direct recommendation from a client or someone in my audience, or they may stumble across me on Instagram or someone sharing something that I've posted there. I have some clients whose audience has mostly been built through SEO, others through Instagram, others through word of mouth and networking, and most of them, it's a blend of multiple streams. If you're unsure of where to focus your energy with a discovery step, think about two things. First, what is already moving the needle that you can can dial up and second where are your dream clients and customers already hanging out and paying attention and how can you get in front of them where they're already paying attention so for example are there podcasts that they listen to that you can pitch to be a guest on or is there certain things that they're googling for or searching for on youtube that you can create content for that they can find This step isn't about throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks but there does have to be some experimentation as we figure out what works best for us And then that takes us to step two, which is nurturing. So once people have discovered you, this is the meat of the customer journey, the step where you really craft an experience for your potential customers and clients to discover if working with you or investing in your offers and products is a hell yes for them. So think of this step as nurturing the audience you built through step one. And this may look like your newsletter, your podcast, a YouTube channel, your blog post, perhaps you have a private free community or free resources that you create or an email nurture sequence to sow deeper seeds with your audience. Again, this isn't an exhaustive list and something to keep in mind is that many of our discovery channels are also our nurture channels too so in my business all of my discovery channels are actually also nurturing channels and that means that I effectively do two jobs at once when creating most of my content which apart from my weekly letters which are obviously for people already subscribed and paying attention but I often repurpose those weekly letters as blog posts or for example this podcast episode was originally a weekly letter that I've adapted to being a podcast episode so when I'm taking the time to create content it's doing two jobs for me which makes that time and energy into that even more worth it 
And then finally, step three is the invitation. So this is where we put our lights on and invite someone to invest in one of our offerings and where someone graduates from our free content to a deeper experience with our work. Putting our lights on may look like sending sales email during a launch or sharing our upcoming availability or offers on social media or having an invitation at the end of an email nurture sequence or just making an invitation to an offer in our newsletter or linking to our products and offers in our public content like our blog posts or our YouTube channel or podcast. Something to remember is that not everyone in our audience will graduate from step two to step three, or they may be in step two for years before they decide to invest and go deeper. Our job isn't to try and manipulate their decisions as a customer, but instead just make it easy for them to go deeper as and when the time is right for them. And perhaps you're now thinking, okay, so what should I focus on next then, Jen? Here's my encouragement for you. If you're having a steady stream of new people finding your work, but they're not sticking around and becoming customer and clients along the way, that might be a sign to pour more energy into your nurturing channels and perhaps explore if the people you're attracting are truly aligned with what you offer. If you have an engaged audience around your content, but they are rarely turning into paying clients and customers, that may be a sign to put your lights on more and to make stronger invitations to the ways you can work together and perhaps even explore how you can align your nurturing channels with your offers in a more effective way. And if you have a really effective nurturing and invitation ecosystem, but just not enough people are discovering your work so that you can have enough clients and customers to make your business sustainable, that's a sign to focus on step one, discovery and experiment with new ways for more people to discover your awesome work. Hopefully by simplifying it like this, you can take a bird's eye view and start to see the ways you may want to experiment with strengthening and evolving your customer journey in this season of your work. And the biggest lesson I've learned Our customer journey is never done. It's always evolving alongside us. And as platforms and customer habits change, we also have to evolve and change too. But when we're willing to experiment with intention, that's when we're able to crack wide open the true possibilities of our work along the way. So here's to creating a simple, effective and human customer journey so that you can find the freedom, ease and momentum that you're craving in your business. And as always, I'm right here rooting for you every step of the way. And I'm so looking forward to diving in more together next week. And until then, I hope you have a joyful day ahead.